Hello, all you high-frequency females and human beings. Thank you again for joining me on this journey called life and listening to today's episode. I do have to put a trigger warning on the start of this episode. We discuss drug addiction and substance abuse, and it might not be suitable for all listeners. If you're going through problems in your life which involve drug addiction and substance abuse, please seek help. On today's episode, I have a dear friend of over 24 years, an incredibly strong woman who has overcome addiction. Her name is Renee and we discuss how she got involved with drugs, her experience with addiction and her journey and where she is today. The purpose of this episode is not to glorify drugs or addiction, but for those of you that are out there listening or know someone who is addicted, I guess it's to gain a different perspective and an understanding for what it's like to have an addiction and see what mindset they are or were in. If you feel that you need to judge or you are judging, then you know what, this episode isn't for you and you need to move along. This podcast and especially this episode is about love, light, acceptance and most of all healing. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, today I have the amazing Renee on with us today. She's a truly incredible person who is very inspiring. Her story is amazing and I hope you guys just really enjoy it today. So welcome Renee. Thank you. Yes. So um, Renee, you've gone through so much in your life, especially with addiction and stuff. So talk us through, you know, your life before Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I come from a very straight family, um, very sporty family, didn't know much about drugs growing up and, um, yeah, like, kind of smoked a few bongs in high school. Yeah, (laughs) and just for Um, everyone at home, Renee was amazing at hockey, truly (laughs) incredible, like, went away, played amazing. Yeah, 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 so, um, met a fella in high school and, yeah, was with him for about six years and yeah broke up with him and um yeah met another fella probably not long after that and that's where yeah yeah, I was introduced to it and yeah so what sort of drugs were you starting to introduce into your life when you were with him with with the my first boy's dad yeah yeah yeah. it was yeah mainly crack and um well ice and uh, morphine yeah methadone so, so when you started taking that sort of, what sort of mindset were you in? Was it just like a party? I'll just try it, or um, yeah, because I was a bigger girl at the time, and he was pretty hot and yeah. good looking fella. He, um, yeah, kind of had my eye, and I, yeah, I just here, I had his attention. So yeah, yeah, it was kind of like, oh well, he's doing it, so I'm going to do it, and yeah. yeah. And when you first had it, what was that sort of feeling when you first had it? Yeah, so um, I loved it. (laughs) Yeah, so the first one was, yeah, it was good. Um, 
and then yeah, you got your come down and all that type of shit. And, yeah. Um, but um, yeah, from there it it kind of yeah it got worse and worse over time. So yeah, but yeah, it wasn't only ice; it was morphine too mixed in with it. And, yeah. yeah. And for people at home, what is the difference between say like cocaine to you know what you were taking? Yeah, so ice is just a massive high. Um, you just get, yeah, like straight to the top straight away. Yeah. Um, how long does it last for? Oh, days. Days. Like, depends okay. on how good it is and, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, with this fella, he was out of jail. I mean, yeah. he, he was literally a week out of jail. Yeah. Um, so he knew everyone and he was doing cook-ups and, you know. Yeah. All that type of shit. So, what's a cook up? Like, cook, like making cooking it. ice. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I'm thinking, so, oh, you're standing around and put like yeah. a stove cooking like stew. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like big. Yeah. What you, what's that show called? Oh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. 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 It was oh, like that, yeah. and um, it was a bit of an eye opener for me in that way where I seen it all happen, and that was like my first shot was pretty much straight off the plate. Yeah. Um, and that was up for four or five days straight no sleep and yeah and then the morphine it would bring you back down and yeah put you to sleep so yeah yeah, it was kind of like I was saying earlier morphine is like a really nice pleasant feeling because it's just pure relaxation and yeah for people like myself that are anxious that feeling it just takes it all all away so I can completely understand yeah why people get addicted and how they can yeah 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 yeah. So yeah, it was yeah, both of them mixed together and yeah. Yeah. So when you say sort of come back to yourself after taking all of that, yep. like what did you think afterwards? I know the first time that I've ever taken something afterwards, I sort of felt weird, like yep. dirty but not dirty, but it felt yeah. good, but yeah. Yeah, and cuz I yeah, I was pretty straight person before it all. You're yeah. like what what's going on and yeah. I started not going to work and he was bringing it into work for me and, yeah. yeah, it was, yeah. So, yeah, you start to, yeah, think about that a bit. And yeah, and make sort of decisions yeah. around your life to get your next yeah, like definitely. drugs, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And because I was the one that was working yeah. um, and paying for it, obviously, I would want, want it because I'm paying for it. So, yeah. Yeah. So, like... <clears throat> When, you know, you – was this sort of like a feeling of like you needed to have it all the time or – Yeah, yeah. So it becomes um, like you can't function without it type thing. Like, yeah, like you'd wake up and you'd be in withdrawals straight away so you need to have your next hit to – Yeah. Yeah, get what through the day. What is withdrawals? Like what does that feel like for people oh, who don't know? Just your hot and cold sweats, you're feeling sick, your body's aching and – Yeah. Yeah. Almost yeah. like you got a, like a – some type of body but, flu or yeah, like something. Yeah, can't get out of bed and, yeah, so yeah. you have a shot and you can get up and go about yeah. your day and, yeah. yeah. And did your family and friends or your bosses or anyone know? I don't think they knew at the start. Um, yeah. But, yeah, when I started missing out on work and um, and then I fell pregnant. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah, had a bit of an idea, I think, but not. Yeah. To the extent that, yeah. Do you, when did you realise that, oh, this might be an addiction or something that's, like, really affecting your life? Yeah. I, like, I 
Probably denied it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah, a long time probably until he went to jail and then um, he couldn't get it for me anymore so I had to come off it. Yeah. 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 And then looking back in hindsight, were you like, oh, I really did have a problem? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yep. Yeah. 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 Then what did your parents and your friends once – they, how did they find out even? Um, they, they actually found shit in my room. My mum found shit and, yeah. Um, yeah, confronted me with it. And, uh, yeah, I had to go and do ATODs and all that type of stuff. And, yeah. What the, um, I know what ATODs is, but yep. for people who don't, what is that? Yeah. Um, it's uh, therapy for alcohol and drugs. Yeah, like yeah. AA-type yeah. treatment. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, kind of thing and... Yeah. yeah, that didn't really last very long at that stage, but yeah, yeah later on in my life, it it did. Yes. Yeah, what is a like? You go there and it's like counselling, or it's counselling, it and um, they do like group sessions as well, so you can yeah. relate to other people who are going through the same stuff, or yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of like AA, but or NA, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's yeah, it's. Heaps better and oh, that's cool. Yeah, you got them all one on one with the yeah the person if you need be. So. so then after you you know had your baby and your that partner went to jail, like yep. what was the next? Um, so I moved to Charters Towers. So I yeah yeah I come down. Um, I went on the methadone program and I was still using that. Yeah, what um, is the methadone program like? Methadone, is it's they prescribe it to heroin addicts to yeah, yeah help them come off. Isn't it really Heroin. addictive as well? It is, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's really crap. Don't get on <laughs> it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then yeah. you move to Charters Towers. And yeah, and they, their yeah. hospital there don't do it. Um, yeah. Or if they did, it was a long waiting line. So I just had to go cold turkey, moved yeah. in with my sister and yeah, um, life was good there for a while. And Yeah. yeah. That's good. So you yeah. sort of got a reprieve and just yeah. to find yourself again. And yeah, and it was easier with um, the boy's dad in jail. I yeah yeah didn't have to, have to deal with him. And yeah, was that when you yeah. finally stopped using altogether? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. So Chatters Towers. Yeah, yeah. So you know <clears throat> when I guess your family is something you know you love, you cherish. Like, how did that change yep. your relationship with your mum after she found all that sort of stuff? Yeah, it um, it was very hard on all of them because they're so straight. Yeah, um, yeah, just um, yeah, just looking back on it now, it's I put them through a lot of shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's uh, they stuck through it. So, yeah. yeah, and how did you know? Have did they ever have to confront you or anything, or like really talk to you? And yeah, definitely a few times they had to because I went on the run a few times with oh wow with Bailey's dad and yeah um, we'd go off grid for months and they'd be obviously worried about me and Bailey and what we're doing and yeah. um, I would just bury my head. No one could find me, so yeah, they would all group together and. Hunt me uh-huh. down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 So. And did they ever get through to you of like Not at, at that all? time. Yeah. Like, yeah, just, oh, yeah, just because you're that fucked in the head. You're just, yeah, you're yeah. just selfish doing your own thing and, yeah. yeah and so. so is it like with your mindset of like when you decided that no, no more, yep. like what was the difference between you with those two treatments when you were yep. ready and when you weren't? Yeah. So after I moved to Charters Towers, I actually got on the ice 
So I oh, went, yep. I went, went, went through morphine and um, methadone and then I got on the ice in Charters Towers after I'd been clean. So yeah. I went down, up and yeah. then down again. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was at that point um, I broke up with my youngest because I got, had another kid. Yeah. And broke up with him, moved back to Cairns and then uh, moved back down there because I felt like I was missing out, you know. Yeah, yeah. You had that FOMO. Yeah, yeah. 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 And, um, yeah, it was at that point that my kids almost got taken off me. So oh, wow. That was – Like yeah. a reality check. Like yeah. was it your parents wanting to take the kids away or was it like a, a yeah. government service? <clears throat> yeah, my mum – um, yeah, my mum come and took the kids away and then the next day child services were on my door. Oh, wow. So, yeah, yeah. it was like um, I went downhill for a couple of months after that, like just yep. hit it really bad. Yeah. And then, yeah, got drug-induced psychosis during that period. What is drug – like I've heard of what it is but and yeah. I studied a little <laughs> bit of it at uni but yep. what is it like going through that? Yeah, hardcore. Is it? Yeah. Is it like hallucinations and yeah, sort of like, stuff? Yeah, everything's real but it's not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, I had people after me and um, my boy's dad was, you know, going to be murdered and yeah. like it was all real in my fucking head. Like, yeah. I was like, yeah. How did so. you navigate yourself out of that? Um, we got ourselves into a bit of trouble and, okay. yeah, so ended up owing a bit of money and yeah. – um, so that was a bit of a wake up call. I had to sell all my furniture in my house to yeah pay drug debts and all that type of stuff. So um, yeah, as soon as that happened, it was like probably three months after the kids had got taken off me, and then yeah. I was like, "That's it, I need my kids back." And yeah, yeah, moved back to Cairns and been clean since then. So yeah, and that's been yeah. how many years? Yeah. Um, I think it's about six and a half off the top of my yeah. head, yeah. And that's massive. Like, that's such an amazing yeah. achievement. And, yeah. like, to go from where you were in psychosis now to yeah. where you are, like, yeah. that wouldn't have been easy yeah. at all. No, and there's so many women and people in general that are going through this right now. Yeah, definitely. So, yep. yeah. And, yep. you know, that mindset just changed. Yeah. Yeah. Was that easier for you then to – because you've made that decision? Yeah, well – the the rules for me coming back home was because I was moving back in with mum. Yeah, it was I had to do ATODs. Uh, I think it was like three times a week. Yeah, get a job and get my own place before I could get my kids back. Yes, and um, I did it all within six months. So lovely. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I was very determined to. Yeah. yeah. And how did it. the treatment? How did you feel it was different? <sighs> um. Just, yeah, I did a course called Brain Matters. Yeah. And it just, um, they actually explained to you yeah. what ice does to your brain. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, my brain's getting fucked <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. Because like, yeah. you got all these different pathways in your head and, um, yeah. yeah, like, yeah, you lose all them pathways because yeah, you mm. drugs and, yeah. Yeah. And, so. like, how do you think it has affected you long term now, even just for those few years? Um, yeah, I think, like, I still, prior to it, like, my memory wasn't too good, but, yeah, like, I don't think it's affected me too much, which is good. Like, I probably only used ice for about three, over the period of three years on and off. Yeah. So, it wasn't, 
a long thing, thank God. But yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And like when you your family sort of say stuff to you about it now, like how do you feel? Yeah. Um, about you know the life that you've lived. Yeah. It's um. It's yeah a bit of an eye opener because. Yeah, it's like what I've been through is kind of nothing compared to what some people are going through. And yeah, like, yeah, it's so, but yeah, because they're very straight, it was a big eye opener for Was it hard to talk to them about how you were feeling because of that? Yeah, at the start. And then because I'm such an open and honest person, it was, yeah, become. Yeah, yeah, because you are, like even on Facebook, you, yeah. you're very quite open. Yeah. And I think that actually helps a lot of people to be open yeah, about definitely. any subject. And to be vulnerable is yep. really something special, I think. Yes, as yes, well. for sure. So like yep. if people are going through that now, like what, you know, what uh, for, you know, families, what would have gotten through to you, do you um, think? Because I think a lot of families have this pressure of like, I need to do something, but they don't know what yep. to do or what to say. Yeah. Like yeah. what would have helped you even not say cure you or help yeah. you, but what support? Yeah. Yeah. So um, their door was always open for me. Um, yeah. But obviously there were conditions um, and I didn't want to go home to them conditions. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wanted to keep parting up, but um, their door was still always open for me and there's, yeah, some people that doesn't happen to where, yeah, they're stuck in that kind of cycle. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that was a big help with me for mum and dad always, yeah, yeah. and my sister and, yeah, yeah, so. And, like, being, like, having, like, your sister there as well for you who's yep. probably, like, a big supporter of you as yes. well, yep. you know, She's something that's not like your your parent, but it's someone yep. that you respect a lot. How did she help you through it all? Yeah, um, she helped the best she could um, yeah. at the start, and then yeah, it just got a bit out of hand for her. Where yeah, it's like yeah, mum, your turn. <laughs> you sort <laughs> Renee out. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, she's always been there. Yeah, we're besties, so it's good. Yeah. yeah. So you, your advice would be just to be there as much as possible. Hundred oh, percent. Yeah, yeah. Support. Um, yeah. Even when they're not answering their phone, fucking ring their friends, find them. Um, yeah. Don't let them bury their heads. Just let them know you're there for them. And yeah. Um, there's always a way out. Like at one stage, I was like, oh, I'm going to be addicted to this shit forever. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, there's always a way out. So, yeah. yeah. And what sort of advice would you give to people that, like, you know, are dabbling at the start and they're not quite addicted? What advice can you give them? Yeah. Um, there are functioning addicts out there that can do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, it gets a hold of you. You just love that feeling and you want to keep doing it. And um, yeah, it's just downhill from there. So you're better off just. Yeah. Sorting your stuff out from the start. And yeah. And um, yeah. I guess like a lot of women feel kind of trapped, especially when they have children and they're sort yep. of supported by their partner. Yeah. Did you see a lot of people around you like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A lot of mothers with kids doing it and yeah. Yeah. It's quite sad. Like when you look back now, what I put my kids through. Yeah. I'm glad they're young enough to yeah. forget all that. But yeah, you just, yeah. You see all that shit in the news with that young girl and her kid dying yeah. or whatever in the bathtub and you're like, yeah. It can just, just be one little thing, hey, yeah. and yep. yeah, it can just change your world, yep. really. 
Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And then so looking back now, like what's the biggest thing you've learnt through this whole journey? That's the hard one. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What have I learnt? Um, Yeah, I've learnt. Say no to drugs, kids. Yeah, (laughs) say no to ice. Like have a your pinger in here. (laughs) No, no, no. no, 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 Don't do that. Just joking. (laughs) Cut that bit out. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah like oh, I lost myself for about three or four years there and yeah, yeah, it's so good to have myself back and back to how I was but you just lose yourself and yeah. just everything around you. Like I went fucking rock bottom and clean had to clean slate it about three or four times, start fresh because, yeah, yeah you just lose everything. Yeah, but, yeah. you know, having those steps, did you think that made it? easier every time that you sort of stop because you kind of knew that yes what's to come yes definitely yeah yep so um yeah the last time it was it was probably the worst time which yeah because you yeah I probably tested it a bit too far that one but yeah yeah nice and what's sort of like the biggest advice that you could give someone yeah just in general that's going through what you've been through yeah just um talk to someone um, I would definitely go to ATODs. Like, I yeah. can't speak highly enough about um, that. And, like, people think, oh, ATODs, like, yeah, I'm not going to go there. And I was like that at the start, but I wanted to get my kids back, so I had to do it. And then it got to the point where this is good yeah. and um, just educating yourself and what you're doing to your yeah. brain and because yeah. it's really affecting your brain. It's essentially so addiction is a disease and don't ever see it as a problem, but it, yep. it is a disease that, is. you know, it suffers. Yep. It's the same as, you know, depression, anxiety. It's just a different form of yeah. mental illness, I feel. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because yeah, you're looking for that that high. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same as people that have like body dysmorphia. Yep. As well, it's like they're constantly trying to seek yep. perfection Better. within themselves yeah, as well. Yeah. So it's like a very big addiction as well. Yeah. So how do you go with like drinking alcohol and other types of... Yeah, um, I think I'm at that stage where um, if it was put in front of me, yeah, get the fuck away from me. Like, yeah, don't well, you, you had that experience at work. <laughs> can't believe that. Yeah. So, to the <laughs> listeners, you've got to explain the story now. Oh, I had a package sitting on my desk at work for about a week and um, addressed to no one we knew. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I can actually verify, like, where I work as well, we do get a lot of uh, packages that aren't actually addressed. They might have the address or something, but it's yep, like express Yeah. Yeah. But it's actually our suppliers and they've just written – the reception person's written the name wrong. Yeah. So, you know, what you do is just open it up and if it's not for you, tape it back up and send it yeah, back. So yeah, that's exactly. essentially what you did. It's not like you're illegally yeah. opening oh, mail. No. I'm just and putting that out there. Yeah, no way. And, and – um, the police were fine with it because we honestly thought it was a part for our crane and uh, the fellas opened it and ended up being a fucking massive eight ball of ice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, someone's sending drugs yeah. to us in the mail. And, yeah, it was, yeah, a very big spin out. And, um, yeah, didn't I have no – Yeah. There was no – feeling towards it at all. Like, Did you feel proud that, you know, you – 
you have it right there in front of you, it would have been so easy to just, I'm taking that. Yeah. And yeah. you didn't. Yeah. You didn't even feel that need. That's yeah. such a massive achievement. Yeah, How did you definitely. feel? Did you? Um, yeah, I had no feeling towards it. It's like you get to that point where you just hate it. Um, yeah. And yeah, so I was, yeah, just did the right thing and yeah. Yeah. But. Oh, yeah. Did you ever wake up ever and just, that's the first thing you thought about? Yeah. As soon as you wake up. Oh, yeah, yeah, every day while I was using. Yeah. Yeah, and it would be using ice. It would – you would spend your whole Centrelink pay Yeah. on getting shit and then uh, you'd tick it up for the rest of the week and then it would just be like a cycle. You'd so tick it up, is that just like breaking it up between the days or something? Or no, like just get taking it, it. Um, get it from the dealer yeah. for nothing and then pay them on payday. Oh, shit. So, it's yeah, like, yeah, oh. it's like – like um, credit card type, <laughs> like afterpay, afterpay, <laughs> afterpay. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. It's like afterpay. You you get it, and then is that how the drug dealers hook you in? Yeah, yes, oh, fuckers. If yes. you guys are listening, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that's one way I got hooked. Was uh, uh, I was clean for about seven weeks and um, hit this chick up for some weed, and she come around and chucked a fucking bag of ice on the table, and it's like, man, yeah, like. These drug dealers. Yeah. True God. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. that's crazy because for people like me that have never taken it, it's such a foreign, like, to wrap your head around it, it's quite yeah. part of, like, what that addiction is. Like, it's a bit different if you're taking ecstasy or MDMA, you yeah. know, that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, it's a bit different because it's not as addictive as, you know, that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that's, like, maybe you don't even really have withdrawals on that stuff. No. Um, yeah. Just take so. a Valium and then go to sleep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. Um, this stuff is shit. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So, you know, what are your thoughts on like CBD oil and, you know, all that sort of stuff to, you know, it comes from marijuana and, yeah. you know, yeah. it's coming quite popular for people to sell yeah. illegally. Yeah, yeah. But there's nothing actually... Like it's not hallucinogenic. It doesn't. No. It's not like THC or anything. Yeah. Because this is something that really pisses me off. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. because it can help so many people. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely. And that's why I have the same view. Like, yeah, we've um, our family friend is disabled, and yeah, he, it would it helps him. Yeah. So um, yeah, so many people it could help, and yeah, yeah. it's so hard. And you it's have actually it is a more legal these days yeah. you can you can yeah, go to the doctors yeah, whatever it, but yeah. i guess it's it's still kind of a little bit harder if you've got like anxiety depression that yep. sort of stuff they want to put you on all of these other things that generate the money to and not the natural yeah yeah exactly yep. when it's yep. so in other countries it's just so yep. readily available i guess yeah definitely yeah yeah that's a good point yeah yep. and i even remember before it was made um legal through going to your doctor and then your pharmacy then there's only like one pharmacy or a couple like hardly any around that actually offer it but he was a a current affair or today tonight or something and he was a police officer and his child had cancer yep and um he quit the force because he had to somehow illegally try and make the cbd oil to help his son with nausea and the shaking and the fits and stuff yeah and he's like i don't understand that i'm doing something that is not harming anyone but it goes against my principles of what i did for so long like 20 years in the police force just to help someone yeah yeah exactly right yeah yeah I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. And even like in the States where you can 
go to one of the green stores and you can go you can get juices yeah. and cookies and Free lubricant. <laughs> I, I think it's not going to be too far off, hey? Yeah. But, um, but I guess yeah. it's so hard because the government tries to monetize yes. everything. Yeah. Tax everything and yeah. yeah. Yeah, which is like so – it's making it so much harder. Yes. Than yeah. it is. So. Yeah. Is that something that you you would do? Oh, definitely. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> when nice. we were in the states in um, California, yeah, uh, you actually had to be a resident of California to actually get it. But okay. we were actually um, hanging out at the the bar at the hotel that we were at, and our bartender went and got it for us. Oh, so nice. We got like this peanut butter cookie, <sighs> and um, yeah, some like joints and stuff. So yeah. we were like smoking them. It's it's legal. Yeah. So yeah, you know. and how that. Was good for you. you oh my god! It, it was like <laughs> I was like patting the grass in Palm Springs, saying this is the best grass I've ever felt in my entire life. It, yeah, it was. It was just yeah. different. Yeah, very yeah. different. Yeah. So nice. I don't know if it's because it's. I don't know. Yeah, because it's legal. Yeah. yeah, it's not just grown in a cane paddock in North Queensland. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's true. Yes. Um, yeah. So Renee and I actually, I was with Renee the first time I ever smoked marijuana. <laughs> I'm putting out that. Down Sue's Ridge. Yep. <laughs> and I got a lure stuck in my finger and then we had to walk home and then we were late and then we got in trouble by Renee's mum because it was stuck behind a cane train. And if anyone knows, those cane trains are fucking long. <laughs> Especially the ones in Guanma. Yeah, and it's just like you're standing there and it's like... And I'm like freaking the fuck out. And then your mum's like, why is your eyes red? And I'm like, I got a lure stuck in my finger. <laughs> Sorry, Mumsy. Sorry. And then we used to steal the Woodstock cans out of your your parents' fridge and then, yeah, only one can at a time. Yeah, the big 440 ones. (laughs) Still can't drink Woodstocks to this day. I'm like, yuck. It's that instant, like, vomit in the back of your throat, isn't it? Yeah. So, no. (laughs) So, let's finish up now. Is there anything else you'd just love to get out there in the world? Yeah, no, I think we've pretty much covered um, thank you. Yeah. Yeah, what what should be said. And, um, yeah, if you think you have a problem, definitely talk about it. There's no... Um, no harm and yeah, trying to help yourself, make yourself better. Yeah. You only have one life. Exactly. Like you wanna do that for the rest of your life? Yeah. Like that was one of my big thoughts. Like, do I wanna be stuck doing this, having no money, mm-hmm. uh, no food in the fridge, can't do shit with my kids and yeah. You know? Yeah. No. Nah. Um, yeah, so just yeah, definitely um take them steps to help yourself and um yeah life will turn around and it does get better yeah yeah well I'm really proud of you you've achieved so much and you're a truly incredible person I'm gonna push you to write this book (laughs) because like (laughs) I just it's something that's really important and I'd love to listen to all of your stories yes yeah no worries we'll do well yeah thank you thank you awesome thanks Diana I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you or someone you know suffers from drug addiction or substance abuse, please reach out and get help. There are so many services out there to help. Um, If you jump onto our website, uh, highfrequencyfemales.com.au, 
Um, the Australian services are there. You've got Lifeline. Their phone number is uh, 13 11 14. On the high frequency website, you can jump over to SOS from the top menu bar and it'll tell you where to go. You've got Lifeline, Reach Out. Um, there's just so many there. So, you know, this life is about acceptance and healing uh, so definitely reach out. You deserve a beautiful life.